Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insights to help you to lead, manage, and coach in football, sports, and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA, and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league, and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another programme, another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. My name is Rob Riles and I'm really pleased to welcome you to today's episode. If you haven't been with us before, very, very warm welcome. If you're one of our regular listeners, great to have you back. Now, today I'm going to talk to you about three or four things that have come up this week. Um, there's lots of things coming up in the pipeline. Some interviews, um, some with some people um, in the professional game, some people who are heavily into coaching and um, have got some great things to share, but that's coming up. Um, what I wanted to share with you today are three or four things that have come up this week that have surprised me a little bit. Um, I don't know why they should when I look at them retrospectively, but they have, and I think there's lots and lots of value. So here we go. Little story to begin with. Uh, This week I was on a course. um, I was on a course um, pretty much totally unrelated to leadership, unrelated to coaching and management. I was on a commercial property conversion course now for anybody who knows me um, I do have a property business that I run alongside my uh, my leadership and coaching and um, I was with a guy called Glenn Delve and um, Glenn puts on a um, admittedly as he would say with his team puts on a phenomenal training course about commercial property conversions and um, so I went down to um, to this course, which was for three days, and um, absolutely jam packed. And went down my notebooks, my pens, as I as I would. That's me. Um, I like to, to to have notebooks and pens. And um, I'm sitting there, and um, all the information's coming. It's flying. It, it's information about this. It's information about that. It's information about the other. It's technical and um, jam packed with information. But in in during the course, Glenn talks about and, and and creates modules in his course that deal with mindset. And at the end of the course, I'm kind of sitting there with a folder full of notes, pages and pages of notes and things that I want to do, things that I need to, to look at and real, some real exciting things to to look forward to creating with a, with a team of people. And the biggest striking things that stand out from this course are not to do with the technicalities and the how-tos of property, but are to do with mindset. And the most striking parts of the information for me were nothing to do with the technicalities, as I've just said, I've referred to, were completely to do with mindset. And I thought, how amazing it is it that I've committed 
this amount of time and this amount of money to come and learn the technicalities of this, the information about this, the knowledge on this. And the most important thing, the big standouts, the big white bright lines in this are totally to do with mindset. And I don't mind admitting that um, I look back at parts of my life and not this podcast is not about me, but maybe there's a story in this that you can relate to. Um, and, and I think, well, yes, maybe I should be, and that is that word should again, maybe I should be further on in certain aspects than I, than I actually am. And one of the things that stands out that keeps coming back as a recurring theme, and I believe it's the answer, it's the answer for all of us, is our mindset. And no matter how much technical knowledge you have, no, mo- no matter how much technical detail you understand, you know, you can implement, the glue, the vital ingredient, the thing that brings it, holds it all together, determines your altitude, has very little to do with the technical aspect. It's to do with mindset. And what may you ask is a recommendation to read a certain book that has absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, directly to do with the content of the course. Why is that book probably the number one recommended reading on the course and it's totally unrelated to the subject title? I'll tell you why. It's because it's to do with mindset. And no matter how you try, no matter how you attempt to get away from the fact that mindset is the difference between success and failure, if I can use those two words, is futile. And you could look at it and say, well, it's really disappointing if you've, if you've gone to invest time in, in technical detail and you've come away learning about mindset. Well, that's, that's not true because in addition to all the amazing knowledge and information that's pertinent and relevant to the subject, the thing that stood out is mindset. And we can all change our mindset. We can all alter our mindset. You know, it's the old adage of whether you think, you're, whether you, think you can or you can't, you're right. So you might as well think you can. Um, there are so many examples that, that the poem about I bargained with life for a penny. You know, you bargain with life for a penny. Life may give you a penny. Ask life for a pound and you'll get a pound. Or whatever it is you're asking for. So that was a stark reminder about mindset. So let's, let's remind ourselves in our own lives and those we care about, those we coach, those we manage, those we mentor, that mindset is probably the key and the fundamental and with that we can provide all the information but without that we're going to struggle the second thing i want to share with you so that's thanks to gun the second thing and i'll give complete credit to brian johnson and if you've not heard me mention brian johnson before google brian johnson google his website entheos and google what he does this guy is a phenomenal creator of information he extrapolates the key information from a mass of, of wealth of knowledge and put into readable usable form and I've had such benefit from this over the 
over the last few months. Um, I, I can't begin to tell you, so can't recommend Brian enough. And what he's been talking about this week are caterpillars and butterflies. And the reason he's been talking about caterpillars and butterflies are, are because nature, whatever nature nature does, it, it never ceases to amaze us. Um, but you've got these, perhaps if you want to look at them and call them ugly, ugly little crawling things that eat leaves at a phenomenal rate that then without any human intervention without anything else being done to them automatically are programmed to turn into beautiful butterflies that can fly and many people are in awe of um, and that comes from the most unlikely source of a caterpillar that crawls along eats does very little else according to the human eye anyway and then becomes this amazing butterfly somehow and it just happens and that's just nature doing what it does where acorns become oak trees baby tigers become fully grown adult hunters and all the rest of it and tiny baby chimpanzees grow into big strong chimpanzees etc 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 so what's the moral of the story well, the moral of the story is that with human beings, we start off as little tiny babies or a bit of protoplasm, if you like. And then we develop, we're born, we develop, and we become fully physically mature adult human beings. But in terms of achieving and in terms of becoming whatever it is we can be, Brian Johnson points out that there are different differences between the animal kingdom and the human kingdom in the fact that automatically it appears that a tiger will become a tiger and automatically a caterpillar will become a butterfly and a baby fox will become an adult fox. But for a human being to fully grow, for a human being to fully flourish and develop and become everything it is capable of becoming within the realms of its environment there have to be decisions and those decisions require courage to make and they require commitment to keep because without those decisions there will be no change there will be response or reaction and a determination according to the environmental pressures put on that being but with courageous decisions from within and sustained commitment to stick to those decisions there will be change and that being that human will be able to become whatever it is they set their mind on because of that courage and that commitment And as far as we know, that is one of the key differences between the animal kingdom and the human kingdom. So what I want to point out to you is, with your people, with your players, with those under your care, your coaching care, are you helping them to make the right decisions? Are you helping them to find the courage for them to decide the right path? And are you helping them to be committed and maybe, maybe the best way that you can do that 
is by setting the example yourself. And I really like that. And it brought home again another another aspect of something really simple that we can do. Make quality decisions. Change your mind infrequently. Stay on the path. Stay on the plateau. Love the plateau. Do the work. Be diligent. Love the process. Stay committed. And watch the results. And it will all help us have that peace of mind as we work towards our goals that we all require because with a peace of mind how much easier is it to stay on the path rather than challenging ourselves all the time and beating ourselves up and wondering why we don't like what we're doing because we haven't got the right mindset now also on on the course one of the materials that Glenn used to demonstrate something was uh, a film and some excerpts from a film and the film was called Apollo 13 how many of you have watched Apollo 13 it is absolutely eons since I've watched Apollo 13 and I remember watching it and thinking wow what a great a great representation of, of reality that is now if any of you haven't watched it I can't recommend strongly enough that you you take a look at Apollo 13. I can't remember when it came out. Got some famous actors in. It's a great watch. And that's coming from somebody who's not really a great film buff. But it's a great story. It's a true story which makes it even better for me. And essentially it's the true story of the Apollo 13 mission. The American spacecraft that got into trouble in space and the story of the attempts to bring it back to Earth. And in that in that story are a number of real key things that relate to leadership, that relate to management, and that relate to coaching. Number one, without a shadow of a doubt, we talked about this before, without a shadow of a doubt, you will have challenges. So in this one, there's 12 Apollo missions that have left Earth, gone, done what they needed to do and come back to Earth, done, finished it's over no problem and everybody now takes space flight as just a normal everyday thing it's not even exciting anymore because we have all these missions they go they leave they have takeoff they do what they got to do they come back to earth splash down or whatever it is sorted then we have apollo 13 bump there's a problem all of a sudden the human psyches kick in around the world because everybody likes or everybody is naturally attracted to this kind of challenging disaster. So all of a sudden you've got these guys in space who may, may, and considerably may, may not get back. Lesson, you will have challenges. It looked dire. It looked absolutely impossible. And all the experts, and I use that in this particular example the experts were actually real experts but within that experts if we look at the 80 20 representation 80 percent of those experts seem to be be or become naysayers this hasn't been done before we can't do this we don't know what to do it's chaos this is not working it can't be this because it's this everybody was arguing everybody was falling out Everybody was in a 
not everybody, but the majority were in this negative mindset. The experts were actually saying it couldn't be done, or the majority were. Within that, within that group of people at Mission Control, so let's do, let me just go back. What's the message there? You will, you will have people tell you that it cannot be done. Whatever it is you are trying to achieve, whatever it is you are wanting to do that's in your heart that you cannot put down, that will not seem to go away, you will have people in your life, some of them you respect, who will tell you that they don't think you can do it or it cannot be done. That's the lesson. And within this group of people on Apollo 13, at Mission Control, there was a leader. And this leader said, I don't know how this can be done. But let me tell you, and he used his own words, not mine, I'm just paraphrasing. He said, let me tell you. On my watch, this is going to happen. And failure is not an option. And from that dictate of failure is not an option. He told people under his command to go and do whatever it is, whatever they could to make it happen. Don't come and tell me what you can't do. Go and tell me no matter how small, no matter what you have to do, no matter who you have to speak to, no matter what you have to change, Go and do what you need to do to make this happen. And that was the leadership that created um, th that created the result, if you like. And again, what's the lesson? The lesson is it came from a mindset. The mindset was, this is not going to fail on my watch it is not acceptable period so therefore there can only be success no matter how difficult no matter how long no matter what we have to do we will get there and from that mind space what happened happened and I don't want to ruin the story for anybody who hasn't watched it because it's worth watching powerful powerful stuff so let's move on the next lesson that's hit me this week I think I've mentioned this guy before it's a guy called Ryan Holiday Ryan is a prolific writer he is obviously a prolific reader he's knowledgeable he's wise he's unique in the amount of stuff that he reads and writes and he writes some great stuff. Check him out on Google. And he talks about, in an article, how no matter whether you like it or not, no matter whether you disagree with it, no matter what you think, you are born and you die. And what you do between those two points is what matters. Now that might sound really obvious, 
but he talks about reminding ourselves on a daily basis that life is challenging life will throw things at us and at times will throw such things at us whether they're psychological they are physical or they're emotional that they will they are things excuse me that feel like they have broken us and if you go through life never feeling like you've been broken then you're either unique or you're very very rare because life is challenging no matter what you do and the more things you do especially if you put yourself out there in certain arenas if you set yourself goals you're going to be disappointed and your breakage may be psychological it may be family it may be something really really challenging that looks black and what Ryan talks about in this wonderful article is a form of Japanese art called Kintsugi. K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. Never heard of it before. Kintsugi. It apparently dates back to the 15th century when grandmasters repaired broken plates, cups and bowls. And things like this that had been broken were repaired and put back not to their original state, but to a state that was considered to be better than what they were like originally. Now, how many people in your life, how many of you out there have ever dropped something on the floor, especially if it was belonged to somebody else? Maybe it was your girlfriend's or your wife or your mum's or your brother's or your own favourite piece of crockery. It may have shattered or split into two. And then you have spent an inordinate amount of time attempting to fix it back together. Even possibly thinking, if I can get this perfect enough, they'll never even know. Ha ha. Yes, I certainly have tried things like that. I don't know if you have. Maybe you have. And in Kintsugi... Apparently, the broken pieces weren't glued together like probably we attempted to with the £4.95 or $3 of super glue, whatever it is. They were apparently fused together with a lacquer, which was mixed with a, a precious metal, i.e. I'm assuming it was gold or silver. And so it goes, is that after these broken pieces of crockery were put together, In the East, the scars that remained on them that now had veins of gold or silver running through them created something that was considered to be more beautiful with these subtle gold edges and and runs through them was considered to be considerably more beautiful than what it was before. So what's the lesson? In your life, in your challenges, in your coaching, in your leadership, in your quest for glory, your wins, your quest for victory, your games, your training sessions, you will be shattered. You may have an injury that takes you out for two years. 
you may have a family situation that destroys your ability to focus. You may have a financial challenge that is weighs so heavily on you that you cannot focus. And you will feel like you have been shattered. Do you have the ability? Do you have the wherewithal? Do you have the emotional and psychological resilience with whatever help, with whomever, to put yourself back together so you are even stronger and more beautiful and more resilient than you were before? How many of us admire those people who we know when we know their story, who demonstrate without talking necessarily an age or a wisdom or a beauty that is no longer what's the word that is that tells a story of struggle and tells a story of going through the fire or through the forge and coming out the other side their face, their body, their mind may tell a story. They may have an inner sanctity of peace that they have only learnt through the challenges that they've been through, the human struggles that they've seen and endured. How many of us can recognise that either in another or in ourselves? But that's Kintsuki and it's possible for all of us. And that brings me to the end of the podcast and I'm recording this on a day in June and I just want to say a few thank yous today's in the UK where I reside in this beautiful country is known as Father's Day and I've just come in from spending a few hours with my kids who are now grown up in their 20s and um, just like all you millions of dads out there if there's any mums out there this is I'm just talking to the dads for the minute or I'm talking to sons, whoever I'm talking to, whether you're the son or the daughter who's made their dad feel special today, well done, and thanks to you, because my kids have made me feel like I'm the best dad in the world, and I can't even begin to explain to you what the words in my kids' cards that they've given to me mean to me. Um, they made me feel really special, and for somebody who spends sometimes in his own mind far far in excess of the amount of time he should do doing what he's passionate about to achieve things and who in the past has probably not spent enough time at times with his children um, I can't thank them enough and, it, and it, no matter what we guys and ladies and gentlemen no matter what we achieve on the field on the track on the podium, let's all remember that it's our relationships that, above and beyond anything else, are so, so, so important. Because without them, all our victories will be hollow. So I'll end that this week. Uh, I'd like to thank my wonderful kids for what they've done for me today and for all the love they give me. Um, because without them, I wouldn't have the inspiration to do well, I do. Thank you to Brian Johnson for all the information he provides. Thank you to Glenn for an amazing course and the information. Thank you to Chris who 
um, really helped me with some information about the podcast. Thank you, Chris. It was really helpful. And um, Glenn um, and Ryan, I mean, Ryan Holiday, credit to you for a, a wonderful article. Thanks to you for listening. Um, I hope that's um, been a few lessons in that that you can take away. I hope it's not been too heavy. And um, remember, it's about mindset. It's about commitment and courage of decisions. It's about leadership and overcoming the challenges. And can we integrate that kintsugi into our own lives? Look forward to speaking to you again. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>